Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor of the Cake, and joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Big Sheets. (laughs) Just having a stretch. Uh, What did you say? Mr. Big Sheets, just having a stretch. Mr. Big Sheets. Uh, It's Ben Errington here again. How's it going? It's me again. There he is again. Yeah. There he is again. Sick of it. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I'm as always, my nose is blocked. But I got this, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, one of these things. Uh, it's like an Olbus inhaler. It's like uh, Olbus oil thing. You shove it, you know, and it clears yeah. your nose. It's really good. I found out when my ears are clogged up. If I just put it in my ear and listen really hard, it clears my ears as well. <laughs> is that legit? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you put, put it in your ear and you can hear it see. You can hear the sea and it uh, unblocks, yeah. unblocks your ear. Wow. Uh, well, how about you? How's your nostrils and earlobes doing? My nostrils are fine. I'm pretty. I'm not just showing off here by breathing through both nostrils really easily. <laughs> but that feels pretty good. When, when, when you've got when you've got a nostril blocked, or like you forget what it's like to not have a nostril blocked, don't you? Yeah. You, you, like, you, I don't remember. It's like a different like. life. And then when you when your nostrils are unblocked, it, it's like whoa, what is this? This is I've got an extra body. It's like you've got you've got a whoa, superpower. Man. Suddenly, I can smell. I can smell sounds and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Very good. So, uh, you got some news? Yeah. Um, I've got some news. How are you, Luke? Sorry, I didn't respond then. Then how are you? The cure, please. Yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> um, we've got a couple of bits of news. Literally, some some news started almost feeling like it was unfolding just as we started recording this podcast. It was but... like a live news. Live news, but after thing. having a look on, yeah. having a look on Twitter and having a look on Google, it doesn't. I think we've got official confirmation of this, but it's been in the pipeline for a while. I've seen some sort of like fan art, and I've seen some other bits. So apparently, there's going to be a Resident Evil show possibly heading to Netflix. Looks like it's real. Um, Andy Conduit Turner, friend of the show, uh, <laughs> friend of the show, and a semi-regular host, co-host on. Horror Hangout showed us a, 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 a image, which was possibly a poster from it, 
done a bit of googling. Looks like it's from the Haunted Mansion film, Betty Murphy. So someone's ripped yeah. that off and made it into and that a was poster. Terrifying. Brute. <laughs> that was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like at the moment, I feel like I want this more than anything because Resident Evil is like my favorite thing, favorite game series, and. Uh, yeah, to have this happen when the shitty films have existed would be great. And obviously, we don't know if it would, this would be great, but I I just want it to exist so that hopefully we can get some stuff based on the storylines of the games. Hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I think it makes sense. I don't think uh, it would, would look pretty stupid now if it gets like it's not going to happen. Ten years later, we look back and we listen back to all these episodes and be like. I've always such boobs to get so excited in those You're 10 such seconds. An idiotic boob I was five minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, according to a report by Deadline, Resident Evil is headed to television. Um, article goes on to say the team is looking for an animator, and the series will focus on New World Order caused by the outbreak of the T virus. Well, an animator? Mm. It's not be animated, is it? Unless they just want someone to animate the opening credits. <laughs> we made the TV show. Well, I suppose if you're making a TV show, you don't just want one animator, do you? You want a whole studio. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, potential Resident Evil TV show. Uh, what was the Event Horizon TV show? Is the other bit of news? Yeah, so we got some news that Adam Wingard is directing an Event Horizon series for Amazon. Um, Amazon. How do, you, yeah. how do you feel about that? Uh, I, uh, I really like the film. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I'm a big fan. I remember it really, really creeping me out as a kid. Uh, it's kind of like Hell Raging yeah. in Space. So, I mean, what what's not to like about exactly. it? Exactly. We haven't watched this on the podcast, so perhaps we should watch it on the podcast Yeah. and talk about it on the podcast. What do you think? Only if we do it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got, we've got like a free week next week, you know. It yeah. makes me sound like I'm trying to ask you out on a date. Oh, you know, we should go out sometime. Actually, I'm free tomorrow. <laughs> hey, I'm up for an event horizon. I'm going to yeah, event so... your horizon, whatever that means. Oh, Jesus. Don't do that. Be careful. Dangerous, Be gentle. Dangerous, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then something I quite enjoyed seeing recently, do the rounds, is now I don't know if this is a spoof or not. I hope it's real. But if it's not, then it's great as a spoof. So there's a spoof trailer or a trailer, for a WWE movie, horror movie about killer tables. You, uh, Ronda Rousey is a star. It's also got um, Devon Dudley in it. Obviously, he loves tables. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no Bubba Ray Dudley, apparently. But yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. So tables are like turning up and attacking people, and Ronda Rousey is like uh, shotgunning the life out of them and, and fighting them. And yeah, I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. A tables. bit like rubber. Okay, yeah. But, but you know, it's it's like an action film. The logo's yeah. great. I mean, the E in tables is is a table on its side, like <laughs> covered like uh, blood dripping yeah. from it. Uh, but yeah, if you just go and watch the trailer because it looks, you know, it looks ridiculous. If it doesn't turn out to be real, it will be disappointing. But there's also a chance, like a killer shed movie coming out. I think or there's like uh, Dawn of the Shed. Yeah. I think they're doing. You know what I mean. We've got Sean of the Dead, there's Juan of the Dead, which doesn't yep. really make, doesn't really rhyme. Um, <laughs> Juan of the Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really need Dawn of the Shed as well. I kind of feel less get away from that <laughs> moment. 
<laughs> you're like that's just too far <laughs> there's you know what i mean we need one sean i'll have this that sounds like one of my... shed, too far it sounds like one of my trivia things the name game well exactly and yeah, people exactly. if people are ripping them off luke i'll be I writing stern letters to people to say what the fuck are you playing at yeah yeah uh, any other news that's it yeah stuff in the guff have you done a stuff have you watched some guff um, well, I think we've both been watching like the same thing pretty much, haven't we? Not at the same time, unfortunately. That's sad. Uh, we've boys. both been watching the boys. The boys. Did we discuss? Did we mention this last week? I think, I think we. we, maybe we mentioned... I started watching it I, and I finished it this week. I think you're on episode seven, halfway through. Oh no, that's near the end. I'm on episode. Yeah. I'm near the end. Yeah. So, it's a nice uh, uh, eight episode. It's a it feels like a thing. great yeah. length. You know, I, I feel like if length. it was. Yeah. If it was 10 or 12, I feel like it may start to outstay its welcome. Because sometimes shows like this feel like they kind of, especially when they get towards the end, they kind of like circle the f- the plot of the finale. Circle the drain. For ages, yeah. circle the drain. And then they go into the finale for the final episode. And like, I just, we just want to get there quicker. I think that's the best thing. So eight episodes feels good. Just one episode. I wasn't sure. About an hour and a half episode. And I'm done. Like a, call it yeah. a film, whatever. Just call it a film. If you call it a film. Just call it a movie, mate. Come yeah. on, stop making TV. No one's watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I wasn't sure on this initially. It kind of had the vibe, and it looked like I think, as I mentioned, one of the CW um, superhero shows like Arrow or, or Flash. Yeah. Which I've not really watched any of, but I just don't really like the look of them. Um, they just don't really look like they're going to do it for me. Haven't heard enough good things about them to think, I'm definitely going to watch that. So it felt a bit like that. But then as you kind of get into it and you start to find out more about the characters and you realize, you know, it's not it's not a standard superhero thing at all. It's a very fresh take on, on the superhero genre. And obviously a great comic book, even though I've only read a little bit, but I heard great things and you've read quite a lot, right? Am I right? A couple of volumes. From what I a couple of volumes. Um, I think I've just read a couple of issues. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. There's a lot of really compelling characters, great plot, great super ridiculous violence, and it's breezy. You fly through it really quick. You were saying about the Homelander, um, yeah, being a ter- terrific character, like a role model. Uh, I don't know about that, but I remember the um, so <laughs> Home- Homelander feels like what Brightburn should have been. Like he's yeah. the super, he's he's what we want out of a Superman villain. Like he's genuinely emotionally messed up. Like we're not too sure yeah. what he wants. Oh, no. Yeah, he is. He's got a god yeah. complex thing going on, but he, it's sort of he's doing he it right. Works well as like a bratty. Ki- he works better as a bratty kid than like an actual bratty kid. Yeah, works. Yeah. And it's it's like silly to say it's realistic, but. You know, with superheroes in the world, this is what would happen. Superheroes, they would there would be marketing for these yeah. superheroes. They would be on the payroll of some huge company. They would, and you would want to keep the Homelander like happy. You, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd be want... genuinely terrified because if he does turn on you, you've me- you've messed up. Like he's yeah. he could destroy the planet. It's yeah. a very like sinister. Like it, you watch anything else with superheroes, and you're a bit like, oh, bloody superheroes! They do what they want, don't they? But in this, yeah. you're a bit like. Jesus Christ, I'd hate to live in that world because you just wouldn't know what was going to happen or where to turn. Yeah, well, the entire incident with the way Wee Huey's... Is he called Wee Huey in this as well? It's called Wee Huey I, don't in think they, I don't think he is called Wee Huey. Okay. Huey. Maybe Carl, Carl Urban's character. Carl Urban's character is like... It's like he doesn't know what accent he's doing and the characters around him don't know what nationality he's supposed to be. 
because someone at some point said like what drink do you want do you fancy a guinness and he was like yeah yeah that's right and i was like do they think he's Irish now? What's what's going yeah. on? Do you fancy a Guinness? Yeah. What do you want to wash it down with? Haggis. Well, he's, yeah, uh, great. So he, he's he's doing the the Cockney accent, but his New Zealand Kiwi. I think there's like there's parts where it lines up too yeah. close to to the way Cockney say words, and it's sort of he loses some words it. he says are not the way Cockneys talk. Or chips and and uh, <laughs> fish and chips, <laughs> but um, that's a bit South African. <laughs> South African. Uh, so he um. He's got, he's, it's, 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 there's some great lines. I mean, I was genuinely chortling, chortling, chortling my head yeah, off. The, right, the, the writing's really, the writing's really good. The, the 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 sort of back and forth between a lot of the main characters is good. Yeah. Um, it's it's just a it's a well written show, and obviously a lot of it's taken from the comic book. But I've heard it's not entirely the same. No, I think they've moved things around. One guy's arm is on the other side of his body. It's uh, you know they're trying to fit new things, <laughs> but um, it's uh, if you like horror, got if, you like, on. <laughs> if you like horror, it's definitely it's got all the gore and stuff, and it's genuinely kind of scary with some of the. And then it's more of a black comedy crime thing. There, there are some great um, cameos as well, right? Billy Zane, Haley oh, yeah. Joel Osmond, um, yeah, is that his name, yeah. Uh, who else? They're just some good. That's it. Good cameos. But that's <laughs> the, the, the it. The that's top cameos. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, impressive. I, I'm enjoying it. So I'm, I'm eager to finish it. I might finish it tonight if uh, I get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, yeah. other than that, though, I didn't really watch too much. I watched um, Blade, which is the film we're talking about today. Which what? Because never um, heard of it, mate. What inspired I said, this? I, I, it, well, what inspired this was the was the reveal that Mahershala Ali is going to be the new Blade in the MCU Blade, um, which was announced like a couple of weeks ago at the Comic Con. Mahershala, <laughs> he's what? <laughs> oh my god! Um, and yeah. I kind of just yeah, I thought we should, put you on. and I, I've been really like delving deep into Wesley Snipes' behaviour. On not main, it wasn't on this one. I don't think. I think he really went ape shit on Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity. Well, he didn't get um, anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but I just felt really fascinated, and and I've kind of just been thinking about it. I think been thinking about it a lot. I was just like, that that's mad. Like just imagine, just imagine yeah. like working on a film set and him behaving in the way he did. So obviously the key elements are he wanted to be referred to as Blade at all times on set. Uh, apparently, he only referred to Ryan Reynolds as that cracker. Wow. Uh, there was, and there was a particular scene where he needed to open his eyes, and he refused. So they had to CGI open eyes onto his closed eyes. I mean, that's just mad. Yeah. Like, imagine you're, if you're the director, you just, Wesley, sorry, Blade, for fuck's sake. Come on. That's in- it is um, insane. It's, I read a, I was reading in research in the trivia, I was reading there were times where he would. Uh, come on set and he said I don't feel like Blade's going to be talking much today and he'd be like oh it's one of those days where he just isn't going to say but they said like it, it didn't matter because his um his personality really you know, sold the Blade character but you've got to say Blade is a is a wicked cool character like he plays him so perfectly there's a couple of moments where he gets a little bit sort of cheesy there's a bit when he goes oh yeah what the fuck <laughs> but like uh, yeah, yeah. 
There's a lot of like cool <laughs> moments. A lot of cool moments. There's cool moments. Stephen Dorff as De- Deacon Frost is like a great villain as well. This obviously is thought of to be the film that paved the way for Marvel to really take over um, the MCU. Uh, sorry, to take over like cinema and and make the MCU because obviously before this, what would we have before this? Like a shitty Captain America film. I remember like uh, the um. Well, I think this is this is this before. Um, X Men and the Spider Man films as well. Yeah, so X so X Men was two thousand, Spider Man was two thousand two. Yeah. Um, I think Blade Two even came before both of those. Before Blade, before Blade One. <laughs> Blade Two came before Blade. Wow. They started with Blade Two, and then they went for Blade Four, and then Blade Three, and then Blade One. <laughs> it was uh, confusing for everybody. Um, Triple H to Blade. Um, yeah. The was going to say. Oh yeah. So um. There wasn't any sort of comic book movies that were sort of doing well. Marvel was in almost in liquidation. They were selling off their uh, movie rights, which have now they've now mostly got back, I believe. The Fox of uh, the X Men stuff, Sony with Spider Man. Uh, Wesley Snipes was hot off his. He was doing really well in his career. Demolition Man, and um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's what we can't jump. But there's something else that he was very good and big in. Um, and then he he was massive at it, mate. He was at least eight foot tall with it. Yeah, well, they had to they stipulated they had to film him from the from the ground up, <laughs> to like make him look bigger. <laughs> but um, so he was massive, and he I read that he took a gamble on this film. Like he no one sort of believed that this was going to be a success because Marvel was were just not the Marvel we know today. Uh, but at the so, same time, this is for Marvel to take a punt on this. Yeah, it's not a, like a, a, obviously it's a superhero film but it's not like it's an action horror you know it's it fits like you wouldn't watch it if you didn't know what blade who blade was and the history of the character in comic books you wouldn't necessarily watch this and go Is that comic book character i'll go find the comic books you just think it was you know yeah. a, an yeah. action horror vampire kung fu sword fighting thing yeah you would yeah <laughs> um, yeah, yeah you would so have you got some information about the film Yes, indeed. So Blade is a 1998 American superhero film directed by Stephen Norrington, written by David S. Gore, based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Uh, A half-vampire, half-mortal man becomes a protector of the mortal race while slaying evil vampires. Slaying. So so basically, so Blade is a dampier, he's a human with vampire strengths, but not their weaknesses. So he's like... A dampier, is that what they call him? Dampier, apparently, yeah. Dampire. Dampire. Dampier. Um, Creatures are a result of a union between a vampire and a human. So it's good you get the good parts of it. Because imagine you're just a human, but you were also at all the weakness. (laughs) Then like garlic. (laughs) Oh, bloody (laughs) 80. I don't know why. This pasta got garlic in it. I'm (laughs) melting. Literally, (laughs) physically melting. Uh, Can't go in the daylight. I know some people like that. There's, There's real life vampires out there. Uh, has to goffs 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 g o f f s g o f f f s s s goffers yeah um okay so i mean this film imdb 7.1 out of 10 apparently didn't do too well the the uh, the old reviewers 54% on rotten tomatoes the audience score is 78% though i mean we we kind of grew up with this i mean i was 10 when it came out i this was this and the matrix were like the action movies 
we put on all mm. the time growing up. I love this stuff growing up. Um, it has dated a little bit. There's like a lot of drum and bass. Yeah. A lot of thumpy, thumpy sort of. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And but then the... I watched the I watched the Matrix trilogy recently, and there's like a rave scene in that. Yeah. And I feel like rave scenes are dead and buried. We don't yeah. need another rave scene in cinema unless rave makes some sort of resurgence. Yeah. I mean, it might. Be, I'm sure it's doing absolutely fine in certain pockets of the of culture. But you know, we don't need another rave scene with UV and uh, you know people people's bodies gyrating against each other. Um, oh, I no. think it's kind of dead and it's kind of dead and buried. But um, yeah, this film, some of the CGI is a bit wobbly. Yeah, shiny. Uh, some of the fight <coughs> sequences are all right, but some of them get a bit. There was one bit where I was like, they're just doing the same move over and over again. It was it looked like I was watching a computer game, like someone was yeah. button mashing. Because at one point, even the final battle. I feel like it's a bit disappointing. Okay, but there's there's a bit of Mortal Kombat style special effects, you know. Yeah. Right at the end, with the skeletons pop out, the skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, that's like Mortal Kombat. Um, there's also that thing that's kind of dated with the. Um, they used to do it a lot where they like show a cityscape and they speed it up. There's like a speed yeah. up, sped up city, it's people really moving weird. and cars flashing through and stuff. We don't really do yeah. that anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's some great characters in this. Obviously, Wesley Snipes as Blade, uh, Stephen D- Stephen Dorff as Deacon Frost, Chris Christopherson as Abraham Whistler, uh, Blade's mentor. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Um, you you haven't mentioned uh, Dr. Karen Jensen played by Anne Bush Wright, and I think that's because yeah. she is one of the dullest characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've got to agree. She she is kind of bless her. She's she's kind of pointless. Like it really does seem like she's just there. Just I mean, she's got there are a couple of parts where she's involved, and I think yeah. that's a pretty cool scene or a pretty cool sequence. But her, unfortunately, I just didn't believe. Like, there's not really like a is there like a love story between Blade and her because it doesn't quite feel no, not really. I feel like maybe if there was more of that, it, yeah. she might have been a bit more interesting. But yeah. she's kind of just she kind of just there and turns up at all the same places as Blade, and then she serves a purpose obviously towards the end to basically give Blade power and energy to go and go into the final battle. But apart from that, yeah, she's a bit she's a bit naff. There's some good uh, Donald Logue as Quinn, like one of the the minions of yeah. Frost who like keeps losing limbs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty awesome. Udo Kier plays the a vampire elder. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You, you can't really get better than Udo Kier as vampire. He's been a vampire before, right? Surely he's been a vampire surely, before. Yeah, surely. I think, I think he's been Dracula in something. He's, <laughs> he's just. Uh, he looks like a vampire. I mean, there's no way around. He is. He just looks like a vampire. Oh yeah, he played Count Dracula in Blood for Dracula in 1974. Is that the um, Andy Warhol? One. I don't know. Actually, maybe. Um. And I'm sure. Oh wait, he played Captain Varna in Je- Dracula Three Thousand. Dracula Three Thousand. Shadow of the Vamp. He played someone in Shadow of the Vampire. So he's been in a lot of vampire things because he looks like a vampire. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I mean, I know he knows it. He's made a career out of it. He's but, done fine. But he does. There's something vamp- vampiric about him. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, there's a good sort of reveal with a certain character towards the end of this film as well, which was which I kind of forgot about. I forgot about it already. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, a certain relative of of Blades. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I oh, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that, mate. Yeah. Spoilers for Blade, the 1998 movie, throughout. Yeah. Uh, so, the plot. What we got? We got a... Uh, we start off with sort of flashback, intro, prologue scene, woman getting bit by a vampire. Also, that reveal that you mentioned, which we're sort of talking about now, uh, kind of throws up some crazy questions about yeah. who is... Is he his dad? It's strange. Um, yeah, it throws up a crazy question, but also it throws up a crazy question as what can you remember as a newborn baby? Because Blade keeps having flashbacks to when his mum died as he was being born. From the I'm eyes like, of a doctor. From the eyes of a doctor, yeah. You don't remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember anything. You'd be I, like, I well, remember. what happened to you? I remember Nobody through the eyes of my doctor pulling me out. <laughs> yeah. It's like we got a head here. It's just perfectly spherical. Oh, it's my head. head. That's my head. Look at that. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a pregnant woman. She's been attacked by a vampire. She's going into labour. Doctors are able to save the baby, uh, little baby Blade. But the doctors Beyblade. apparently Beyblade, <laughs> little Beyblade. They spin him on a table. <laughs> they spin him on a table. They pull it. They. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they did that, and they, that's where the name where he got the name Beyblade, and then they dropped the Bay yeah. at some point. Yeah, Bay after a while, it was his yeah. name. Um, <laughs> so then a woman, so then the mother uh, apparently dies of an unknown infection. Although I thought maybe she died of the fact that she'd been attacked by a vampire. Yeah, bleeding from the neck. Um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's thirty years later, and Blade on his thirtieth birthday. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, what? So Blade's the same, younger than me. In this film, Blade plays a character younger than me. That can't be right. There we go. All right. Here's something for you. I found out this on the same vein of um, conversation. Vainage. Uh, Monica Lewinsky. Remember when she had that thing with old Bill Bill Clinton? Yeah. When, uh, you know, she noshed him off, whatever. (laughs) Uh, How old do you think she was when that happened? Well, I was probably 28-ish or something, I guess. 22! That's young. That's, That's young. young. Her life got, like, rude when she was 22. Yeah. Well, she seems to be doing all right now. Does she? She's like... Chat to her lately? She tweets, like, jokes, like... jokes about it, doesn't she? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, she's well, apparently they're making uh, the next American uh, crime story series is going to be about that. About that? Well, last time they had yeah. O.J. Simpson killings, and this time it's... About... O.J. Simpson, then it was for the murder of... Uh, Versace. Now, now it's Finger getting noshed off. It's Bill Clinton getting noshed off under the table in the Oval Office. We're yeah. going to see some prosthetic penises, I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically there's a guy driving a car with a woman in the passenger seat and she's like, Woo! And he's like, where are we going, man? And doesn't she grab his knob at some point and say something? Like, yeah. She's like, she's expect- reaching for the handbrake and she reaches too far. He grabs, he grabs his number and goes, What's this here? Is, you got a you got a maggot in your lap. <laughs> a maggot in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> you go fishing. And he goes, What? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, she takes him to like a secret Detroit rave club, which is just like in the middle of a what is it, like a like a meat packing meat. factory. But then they yeah. do as they're walking through, they wheel past bodies, like human bodies, and he's yeah, like, and what's he... that? And he, and she goes Kisses him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him it, yeah. Is that a dead body? Oh, I've forgotten what I was thinking there. You give me a lovely kiss. I'd like to see like so, Jason Voorhees use that tactic to sort yeah. of 
you know, d- d- put people off of his trail. Just give him a quick smooch. <laughs> Slash. Uh, yeah. um, so this guy is dressed like, um, so he basically looks like white Samuel Jackson. He's got like one of those Kangol um, caps on backwards. Yeah. You know the one I mean? Uh, he's got like a, de- a nice looking shirt. And he sort of goes into the rave where everyone's enjoying themselves. The woman automatically goes to like another woman and Takes starts dancing off. with. And starts dancing with her woman. Stop off, yeah. yeah. And he's a bit like, oh my god, what's going on? He automatically realizes, you know, this is not a nice place to be because I think Deacon Frost walks past him at one point and gives him the eyeball. Everyone's kind of looking at him like Don't he's <laughs> like he's food. Yeah. And then suddenly, there's the sprinkler system comes on, and you know what it is, don't you? Drugs. It's blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> drugs. Drugs gone at Ecstasy. It's yeah. blood. And I kept thinking, is that human blood or is that animal blood or is that, what is it? Well, it's a, a big waste. I mean... <laughs> it's it, just a massive waste. Well, if, if this is like human blood, let's let's say. Um, and I mean, if it was like meat, imagine all that money's worth of meat slapping out of the, on the floor, going to waste. No one's going to lick it off the floor. Well, and, and all like... the. If it all gets down in the armpits and stuff, that's you're not going to drink that. We don't know how thorough vampires are. You know, they might want to stay there all night, literally sucking every <laughs> bloody orifice off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then that happens, and the guy looks like he's going to get he's going to maybe get murked. Some of the vampires start attacking him, um, and suddenly, big blab, big big blad, blad. big <laughs> bad blade. Say? Big bad blade turns up. <laughs> I, I also think is this a good is this a good like if you're a blade, yeah, if you're would you blade. go into a, a rave full of vampires like immediately? You, he's like, confident. He's confident. The odds are against you. You're immediately circled, you know. And blade just starts fucking him up. He's got various different methods of fucking him up. He's got silver. Um, Big starts off with a shotgun. Blade. Classic. Starts off with a shotgun. Yeah. He's got Uzis. Um, he's got his hands got kung fu. Obviously, sunglasses are always on at whatever point. Yeah. If anyone knocks them off, that'd be it. Wesley Snipes has got. Um, I think he must have been did martial arts for a fair bit of his life because when he is like, he, he looks like he's putting some power behind his kicks and stuff. He's he obviously knows what he's doing. I can imagine Wes, if Wesley Snipes acted the way he did, as, as we know on the set of Blade. Yeah. I bet he was just kicking people for real. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! yeah. And they go, oh fuck. And he yeah. goes, if you can't deal with it, mate, get out. And Blade, yeah. What do you expect? And Blade. So yeah, um, he basically saves saves the guy who's going to be killed, and yeah. then right at the end of this particular massacre of vampires, um, Quinn, who is like Deacon Frost's right hand man, he kind of like pins him to the wall with two stakes, um, and then lights him on fire. Yeah. I don't um, know why. I don't know why he doesn't just kill him. But uh... maybe he thought he was killing him. By lighting them on fire, because that's what I'd think. If I lit someone on fire, vampire or not, I'd think dead. Well, the fact that he doesn't just kill him ends up killing one man for definite. Because when he goes to the morgue, and, and Quinn wakes up and he, he he drinks the blood of the uh, the morgue morgue-tician. the morgue petition, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he attacks the other one as well, the woman. Yeah, so he attacks um, young lady. Uh, so hematologist Karen Jensen uh, he ba- so basically he's all burnt to a crisp and weird looking and he's all like creepy yeah I was quite terrible I was quite scared of this guy I think back in the day when I used to watch this on DVD I used to think ooh he's gruesome I know what you mean yeah 
So he like bites Karen Jensen, but then Blade turns up. This is what I mean. So why did Blade just kill him? Seems like Blade does a lot of this where he just like he does something and then comes back to like to like cut off the loose ends. But I'm like, why? Why is there a loose end in the first place? You is know? it a bit like what's that film? Um, is it I killed the devil or something where it's like I saw he, the devil. He like gets the murderer yeah, at the start, mouse. but then lets him go because he wants to keep chasing him. Yeah, he Maybe loves the chase. He it's loves like the chase. It's like though. a tabby cat playing with his food. That's what I was going to say. So yeah, basically, he escapes <laughs> with Karen Jensen, uh, takes her to a safe house. When he's leaving, like the police are like, they don't give a fuck about her well-being. They're literally firing machine guns at Blade and Karen. Yeah. Um, so basically, Karen? he takes <laughs> Karen. Blade Blade takes her to a safe house where um, Abraham Whistler is playing live music and walking with a limp. Yeah, limp with a capital P. That was. If you didn't see, if you didn't hear that. Uh, it's Chris. So it's Chris Christopherson, country musician. Um, country, he's still still alive. Yeah, he's great. Um, he definitely comes back at some point in the Blade series, right? In all of them, I think. I think uh, maybe Trinity is not in. I've seen that one a long time ago. How uh, how does he come back? Well, this is. I remember being a bit miffed that he does come back at all. He could he. In this film, when he looks like he he dies, apparently he didn't actually shoot himself. He did something else, and then and then it doesn't. It's one of those things where like there's yeah. retconning it in the. It's like in the, the film, film it worked, but then you know in the grand scheme of things, like he should probably come back. Killed yeah. himself off screen. Killed himself off screen. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? So uh, <clears throat> so then I think Karen Jensen's whole main main point. Of being here is to be the audience. So, Chris Christopherson Whistler can be like, "I found Blade when he was a little kid." Like, you know, it could be like, yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. "We could tell us all about Blade and all the exposition." You look, you yeah. like. We are Karen. We're all Karen in this film. <laughs> boring as fuck. Yeah, Sorry, we're Karen. all boring. Sorry, Karen. And uh, she, so she's like meant to be like the the every woman, sort of the, the you know the standard person in, in the mix of craziness. Um. And then he's like, I'll give you some garlic in the neck. That should cure your bite wounds. You maybe will, maybe won't turn, but we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I think he gives her a 50-50 chance of becoming a vampire. Yeah, basically 50-50. 50-50 yeah. <laughs> chance. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he basically explains that they, him and Blade have been waging a war against the vampires. Yeah. You know, sunlight, silver, all that nonsense. But then, but then he says that Karen's been marked by this bite of the vampire now. Yeah. So yeah. like you got basically you should just fuck off because you know you're gonna get mugged off. Yeah. Uh, so I think as he as Blade drops her off, um, he he says at this point Blade's been pretty cool for a while, but he's not like done any said anything super cool. But then he says something like there are worse things than vampires out there, and she goes like what? And he goes me. But he did it in that sort of very cool. <laughs> only. Only someone as confident as Wesley Snipes could pull <laughs> up that, that line quite like that. There are worse things out there than vampires. Me, me after me after four beers. I'd like, I would like to see uh, Wesley Snipes play Blade, but in the same way he plays the character in White Men Can't Jump. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really over the top. That would be good. Uh, yeah. So now we get like a meeting of the vampire elders where Frost. Who apparently isn't like a pure blood, like he was turned, and that's why the vampire elders treat him like he's a he's a dirty rotten muggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got some 
like weird plan to like create inside a war between vampires and the humans. Um, but obviously they're like, you're a knob. You're you're a knob, mate. Um, just admit it. But yeah, he's got like he's looking through these old secret vampire texts, and then Udo Kier. Maybe this is a bit later on, but it'll explain the backstory. Udo Kier is like, um, no. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've been to for that for thousands and thousands of years. And Deacon Frost is like, but I've got a computer. And he's yeah. like running his computer through it, so it's blipping through the program. Um, it's basically just like uh, boom, like generation boomers getting owned by millennials. Yeah. Still, right? exactly. even, even though millennials didn't exist yeah. in 1998. And they're basically going, hey, what you doing? No one's got time to read all of the history of the world. And he goes, well, yeah. I've got the internet here, and I just scroll through it all on Wikipedia. So, so this is pretty harsh. So he... Obviously, Udo Kier isn't doesn't like this guy, so he um, also if, if Udo Kier is like the vampire elder, like he must have security up to the nines. I think one thing I noticed about this film is that the vampire elders are portrayed as a bunch of absolute wimps. You think if they're vampire elders that are pure blood vampires in this, yeah. they should be absolutely, you know, brutal. They should be. They should be Dracula able, level. Sort. They should be able, be able to hold their own, but they're kind yeah. of treated as just like fodder for the for this villain to kind of to, to elevate yeah. this villain who isn't even a pure blood vampire to elevate him as being like a major threat to Blade. Yeah, uh, it's a bit kind of lame, I guess. And also, what are we supposed to believe that half blood vampires can like protect themselves from the sun just with like a bike helmet? No, it's cre- like sun cream, sun cream stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sun cream, and then and then when it gets really when the sun fully rises, they have to use. I mean, um, that's like that's like glass. almost Twilight glittery vampire level 
shit, right? Well, it's it's rewriting the the vampire myth a little bit too. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit too conveniently. Exactly. Yeah, say. too conveniently. Stick yeah. a bit of sun cream on. Why are you putting so much sun cream on before you go out? Factor uh, to... three thousand. Factor three thousand. You never know. You never know. Are you a vampire? Oh yes, you've had me there. I am. I am vampire. I am vampire. Um, so uh, they they take what's his name. They take his teeth out on the beach. They say, "Have you ever seen sunrise?" He says, "No." Uh, and he says, well, I've never seen it because I was born a vampire. Yeah, oh, you keep going on about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I've ever, only ever seen a picture of the sunrise, and even then, I yeah. was, I was, uh, made me feel sick to the stomach. Yeah, well, this one blows him up. I remember the special effects are actually kind of, uh, um, yeah, so this doesn't look like CGI. This looks like face stop like motion-y. collapses, and like it looks crazy. Yeah. It reminds me of Evil Dead. Remember when they're like decomposing at the end of Evil Dead? Yeah. It kind of like, it can, yeah, kind of like, fall, it's all his flesh falls away, sort of like um, Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah, style, yeah. and then he explodes. And it reminded me of um, a little bit of uh, 30 Days of Night. Remember when Josh Harnett's character uh, watches the sun rise and he kind of yeah. just turns into a black, crispy man? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was good. <laughs> so one of the vampire elders is dead. We're taking Deacon Frost and his crew. We're taking it seriously now. Well, so the, the rest of the Vampire Elders, uh, Deacon Frost is like, uh, I'm in charge now. And the, yeah. everyone else is like, and then he's everyone like, else goes, oh, I'm a pure blood vampire and I'm just going to listen to you, am I? Oh, what a wimp. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Karen Blade drops her off back at her house and says, don't worry about stuff. There's a, quite a, a cool bit where she's in the lift. And uh, she thinks some people are following her, uh, but they're not. They just they just happen to have the vampire tattoos on the backs of their heads, but they're not following her. Yeah, they're not following her, and they happen to be like really they acting really strange. Spooky. And she turns around at one point, and and they go. He says something to her, doesn't he? Like, What's your problem, bitch? <laughs> I don't know. So, so I don't know if it's that. No, I think it was like a nice thing. I think it was like, what do you? Just, don't be scared. We're just some creepy guys waiting for you. I think that's it. I think that's it. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, she she, she get on. she gets in and she gets attacked by a police officer, right? Krieger, Krieger, hey Krieger, yeah. Um, I think it's the same guy who plays Mike. The no, not Mike, the policeman who Phoebe goes out with her friends. <laughs> it's not, but it'd be it'd be uh, that's that guy in it. <laughs> that'd um, be a weird, that'd be a weird crossover, wouldn't it? Yeah. Shared universe, Blade <laughs> and friends, shared so universe, sides. yeah. Yep. Um, so, um, so she, he's yeah. he's not a vampire, is he? He's a familiar. He he's wants familiar. To be a vampire. He's very he, familiar I, with vampires. Yeah. yeah. So he's like obviously a human slave, basically. If you like, like when people say, "Have you ever heard of vampires?" He'd be like, "Well, I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar with them." <laughs> and he'd know, but no one else would know. And he'd go, They're bloody scary, I'm aren't familiar. they? Familiar. <laughs> yeah. He could say, "I'm familiar <laughs> with them." And then Blade turns up. Do it. He's done the old. Oh, let her go. Amuser is bait, you know. Yeah. It's stupid to basically lure this familiar to him because this familiar is trying to kill her to obviously impress his vampire buddy who is Deacon, Deacon Frost. Frost. Blade pops him in the face a few times, quite yep. ca- casually, but quite um, bloodily. Like he, he just pops him in the face really hard. Yeah. Doesn't he follow him? He like loses him at one point. And then manages to catch up to him again in the. Well, in a yeah. Club. So I think Karen lets does something that makes him sort of 
able to get away. Uh, and then he's like, um, Karen, you better wake up, you bitch. <laughs> because... Karen, you're ruining this whole movie for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the whole point he's saying, like, there's a whole world of stuff going off that you don't even know about. You need to wake up. You need to wake up and smell the coffee. Darling. She goes, well, sorry. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I've just been here living my life, and you're the one, half man, half vampire, going around with a samurai sword. Fucking yeah. hell. So, he has got a samurai sword as well, which yeah. if you grab it and you're not blade, it does a little and then some little spike come out. There's a bit yeah. there's a bit it uh, flips people off like that. There's goes, a bit where a, a, a guy picks it up, a vampire picks it up, and Blade he gets a little cheeky glint in his eye like a like a jackass person waiting for a prank to go off. Yeah, that's it, that's the face. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and then Blade's caught it all on, on video camera. And he's uploaded it. <laughs> I've um, got it on video. Were you filming, Whistler? No? Oh. You've been framed 250 pounds down the pan. Down so, but Blade catches up with Krieger super quick um, in the car. Uh, I think they use fast forward effects on the car to make it go faster. And <laughs> yes. then he, get, yeah, he goes to the club, doesn't he, where it's like a weird Asian vampire club. Yeah, so there's like K pop. Girls performing on stage, loads of yeah. old like Japanese dudes watching and enjoying. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, basically he follows Krieger. And what does he do? He he beats the living shit out of Krieger more. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, "Where's the? I don't know." What he says like, "Where? Where are you going?" Or something. And he says, "Where is she?" Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And then uh, so he says in the fridge. And then he, he oh, yeah, continues yeah, yeah. to beat him up, and he goes, "No, I'm serious." In the fridge, opens the fridge, goes downstairs, and I think this is where we meet Pearl, right? No, yeah, no. Uh, I think that's a. What does he go downstairs to? He goes downstairs, and there's like the vampire text in these sort of like glass cabinets, right? The Book of Erebus. Yeah, and then Deacon Frost turns up with his crew, and obviously captures Blade. And they they start fucking him up a little bit. Oh, but yeah, but in Whistler. That's, okay. that's when one of them goes to use the sword and gets his hand off. Yeah, uh, and then Whistler turns up and saves saves him, which is yeah. nice of him. Uh, okay. So and then they get away. I think they go back to the the safe house. Um, I, I don't even know what, what. Yeah. So there's some stuff here where we sort of find out that Blade's using this serum, which is trying to succumb his desire. To drink blood, and Karen, with her hematologist skills, is kind of doing some experiments to try and work out some sort of vaccine for the for him to be affected. Um, But then learns that like it won't work. But she's like, uh, "I'm confident that I can cure your blood first forever." She does the opposite. She goes, "Whoops! I made a trying to make a cure, but I've made a thing that explodes blood." Oh no! I've made it even worse. (laughs) So at some point while Blade's out, you know, getting a kebab or something, yeah. uh, Deacon Frost and his men attack the hideout. I'm not sure how they find this hideout. Do you remember? I don't think they say, but he sniffs it out. Deacon Frost he has got a out. cracking nostril. And he... Just one. He's like, yeah, he's got one good nostril, one useless, pathetic, <laughs> worthless nostril. Like, yeah. It shouldn't even be on his face. Yeah, he's got one nostril and one yestril. The nostril is it. <laughs> It's the closed one, obviously. Um, so, oh yeah, so uh, they they take Karen with ease because she's a, a hematologist. What's she going to do? 
Uh, but Whistler, when they shoot his leg there, they, they don't kill him. Uh, they we don't see what they just sort of rough him up. I think they leave him in a bad way, and he's like, when Blade gets in a there, kebab way. he's, he's yeah. underneath. He's underneath a a, a sheet <laughs> covered in blood. He's, he's underneath a, a singular Andrex Phoenix tissue, yeah. it's just over his face. And Blade goes, "Where's Where's Whistler?" And then when he sees the tissue, he goes, takes off. He goes, "There you are." The Whistler is yeah. basically pretty much dead, apparently, yeah. for whatever reason. Although we know that he's not because of Blade Two. But uh, <laughs> he basically says, give me your gun. And he gives him the biggest, most ridiculous handgun you've ever seen. It's Within like, like a fifth of a second, he goes, hand me the gun. He goes, yeah, he yeah, shoves, yeah. It, shoves it in his face, like in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and then basically as Blade walks away, he just hears, we hear the boom of Whistler supposedly committing suicide. But we don't realize he just made that noise with his mouth. That's what oh. we find out in Blade 2. <laughs> so, now, so this time it's personal, you know? Yeah. So, um... Oh, yeah. So Blade stu- does all the stocking up. He makes... We get montage. I mean, it does sort of... This film does sort of, you know, go into those action movie cliches. But I kind of like that it does all this stuff. It's got him arming himself up. He needs to go rescue her now. He's got a mission. He's making bullets. That's a like a cliche. He's been of, like, action movies. He's yeah, making yeah, yeah. the bullets. You're seeing that he's prepped. You I know, think he does a little method. meditation next to his sword, and then he kills his plant for some reason. I don't remember why he does that. Just serves the show that he's hard, isn't it? It's not like burning did, your boats. I, I think we did miss the bit where Blade and Karen met um, the fat one. What's the fat one called? Pearl. Pearl. I, I yeah. Can you imagine he but, is in that basement behind the. Yeah, I think there. he's in that basement. So, so they basically they torture him. He's a massive, you know. Large, terrifying, squeak, hor- horrible-voiced yeah. beast, and they t- they torture him quite harshly with this UV torture. Really, they ask him something, and yeah. they they switch it on for a long time. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, like no one plays a good cop, bad cop routine in this. They just torture the fuck out of him, um, and they basically cook <laughs> him till he's till he's dead. But that was before that was before all this nonsense yeah. happened. So now we're into the sort of final act of the film, right? Yeah, it's. Uh... Neo and Trinity going into the bank. Is that sort of scene? Yep. Yeah, there we go. And that's a, that's a great scene, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, basically, Blade goes to Frost's penthouse. And when he gets there, we get the big reveal uh, is that Blade's mum isn't dead. She exists. And she she's to... only copping off a of Deacon Frost, isn't she? And she lives in his uh, like bed coffin. She lives Space in this bloody coffin. bed coffin. How'd you get yeah. one of them made? Where'd you go to get that. one? I don't know. Uh, Argos. DVS, whatever that thing's called. DFS. DVS. Uh, <laughs> the V's for vampire. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Yes, sir. The sleepy vampire. Okay, vampire sleepy. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh yeah, so the big reveal. Mommy, he goes, mommy. And then he goes, and then he like collapses into a whimpering baby. Like when you think about it, he shouldn't recognize her because she died in childbirth, so he'd have absolutely no idea what his mum looked like. Yeah, but he Obviously, saw it through the doctor's eyes. But yeah, exactly. His memory, his flashback, is through the doctor's eyes, which is mental. It doesn't make any sense. Even if she was like, "I'm your mum," he'd be like, "No, you're no, not. You're not. no, yeah. you're not. I don't, I don't believe you. You're a vampire." I don't believe you. Yeah. My mum yeah. died so of, a, this, of a strange. Infection. This would make more sense. Now I know. The story of Blade 
his mum does die in childbirth. But this would make more sense if, like, I don't know, his mum died when he was, like, 10 or something. So he remembered what yeah. she looked like or died when she was 10. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it does throw up a few questions. I guess I, I did think for a second, wait, is Deacon Frost her dad? But then Deacon Frost says that he's the vampire who originally attacked her. Yeah, so it, well, well, yeah, so when I mean the dad, I mean like he's the vampire dad. Like he's the one who made Blade in a way. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah, there we go. I don't mean a, when I said a dad, I don't mean a real dad. I mean a vampire dad. Yeah. We got we got dad, well, step dads, yeah. vampire dads. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new world. It's a, all sorts of dads. Uh, so um, while Blade is uh, sucking his thumb. And that like revisiting childhood trauma. Um, he gets attacked with loads of cat, cattle prods. Yeah, and like, uh, <laughs> sound like they're oiling him up. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's goes, good. "Ah, caught me, blade!" And his eyes close, but they go, "Open your eyes," because I ain't gonna do it. Ain't for the rest eyes. of the film, yeah. <laughs> I ain't so, got eyes. Blade hasn't got eyes today. Uh, so, so they catch him. They put him in a. They go to this temple. We don't know where this temple is, where it's come from. But it's a giant vampire temple. Um, who yeah, knows where this thing is? And luckily, been we've we've seen what the final plan is numerous times in this film because we keep, it keeps being shown on computers and discs and things. It's just like someone's yeah. done a three D rendering of exactly what the final plan is, which is to get a circle of pure blood vampires. Yeah, Deacon Frost in the middle, and something comes down and goes around and yeah. somehow summons this this blood <coughs> god called La Magra. Yeah. Sounds like a knob. <laughs> so they put Blade in this little contraption at the top of the room and it cuts his wrists, which I, I still struggle to watch. I don't like blood coming out of wrists like that. It's not very nice. Um, and then his blood goes down the walls and then that's how the ritual starts. Um, yep. But at the same time, they put Karen in a hole with this, her ex-boyfriend who's now a creepy... Hungry vampire yeah, thing. Yeah, people, evil dead. Yeah. Dawn of the dead. Not Dawn of the dead, sorry. Um, Shaun of the dead. What uh, Shaun of the shed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, from dusk till dawn. Yeah. He's like a from dusk till dawn, creepy, bloated, weird vampire. Um, yeah, so her, boy, her ex-boyfriend was killed, like, originally when Karen got bit in the hospital. And he's there, and she obviously beats the shit out of him with, like, a bone. Just like a big sharp bone. Big bone, yeah. And then she uses that she to uses pull it. herself out. Yeah. Which is good, isn't it? So and she, she, um, she gets blade out of his contraption. Uh, at this point, the ritual has started, I think, and all the pure bloods are exploding and tiny winged skeletons are ripping out of their skeletons. Yeah. And sort of flying through Deacon Frost. Yeah, they're sort of flying through Deacon Frost. It looks a bit PS2 um, yeah, yeah. scene at this point, doesn't it? It looks a bit, it looks kind of silly, but you know, it it, it is what it is, and it's, yeah. it's and it's and it's of its time. It's not. Yeah. So uh, um, this is the sort of the low point of the film. The the villain's winning. Blade has Blade is like dying because he hasn't got any blood. Uh, so Karen says, "I, I'm a hematologist." I got loads of blood. <laughs> and I'm then, full uh... <laughs> of blood, right? I'm like a water balloon full yeah. of blood. Okay. Yeah. So Just suck on me. <laughs> suck on me, she says. Suck on this, and then she points to his neck. Points to her neck. Suck on this, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> so he does, uh, and he's like, his muscles like like Popeye. They start off like strings, and they. <laughs> yeah. I am blade. Yeah. 
And so, I was about to say sunglasses come back, but you don't get them yet. He gets them. No, Chris has <laughs> got sunglasses. <coughs> so even to this day, I still get a bit of a, you know, like the the action movie, uh, thrill, whatever that sort of. I think like God Awards this. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, I don't know. You just sort of what's the what's the word? They like a hero makes you feel that same sort of like oh yeah. Like the power yeah, sort of thing. It is like that, yeah. yes. Fucking yes, have it. Exactly, and he turns yeah. to whoever's next to you, even if no yeah. one's next to you, you go, come here. <laughs> Total slam them, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he he jumps right down in the middle of this uh, thing, does a does a superhero landing, and then yep. he uh, quid attacks him, and he sort of quite casually takes, whips his head off, sunglasses fly in the air, he catches him, puts him on his head, and it's cool. And the fact. The fact that throughout the film, you know, he's, he's Quinn has sort of been there constantly. He's lost various limbs because of Blade, and the fact that you know it looks like Qu- maybe Quinn's going to get a little bit of a little bit of revenge here. Nope, dead. I mean, yeah, immediately. Um, so he basically kills all of the minions. He goes on a rampage. And he's like ripping, ripping throats out. He's he kills people just by kicking them too hard in the chest. He's 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 on at it. one point he just goes, "I'm Blade," and they all just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that definitely does happen. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, and he and he, and then he goes up against his mum as well. Oh yeah, he, his, his mum turns up, tries to you know cut him down, and he just goes right. You're not my mum anymore. You're a bloody, you're a bloody stinking vampire. Yeah, so kills her. I don't. So he, that takes in the the logic of. The Buffy vampires they use uses this thing where vampires aren't. It's almost like you're possessed by a demon soul now, and you are no longer the human that you were before. Mm-hmm. But that that's the logic there. Like you're not my mum anymore. You're you were you're now this this vampire thing. It's other thing. But that's obviously not true because he is isn't. You know what I mean? He is the halfway point. So surely Maybe he should be he... more more return to <coughs> Jedi, and he should be able to. But no, that, that's not the. You can't it's win. It's weird that it? she's kind of evil, isn't it? Because unless yeah. unless you're allowed to think she's been kind of almost brainwashed by Deacon Frost all over maybe, the years, maybe yeah, like and, that, thing, and that maybe. yeah, and the Blade sort of sees vampires as like you're you're ruled by your first, so yeah. you you are a threat essentially, yeah. not just to me but to humankind. So you deserve to die just yeah. because of that. So uh, he, he Blade's kicking all sorts of ass. Um, Karen gets a bit of a thing. She shoots a shotgun at. Uh, oh, she uses like a garlic spray on this woman's yeah. head, and which you head which pops. works really well. You know, I thought garlic spray might like melt their face a bit, but it makes it this pop, blows female vampire well, head like, explodes. Well, they start. They realize that they could do the head exploding special effects a little bit earlier on in the film when they first tried out yeah. those bomb things, those blue gel things, and they were like, "That was awesome." Let's uh, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> they started doing it for loads of things. And then right at the end, I mean, we'll get to it, but he gets in a big sword fight with Deacon Frost, who isn't Deacon Frost anymore. No, he's basically the blood god. He obviously cuts off his hand, and it kind of just comes back, um, cuts him in half at one point, and he and he gets sucked back yeah. together, which is when Blade does his <laughs> iconic mouthing <laughs> of the words, what the fuck? Yeah, it looks pretty, pretty dumb. I mean, It looks pretty dumb. <laughs> but this sword fight, weird. I don't know. Yeah. This sword fight was a bit like it. They kind of just went clink, 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 clink. Then one of them would duck, and the other one would swing, and yeah. then clink, clink, 
and the other one would duck. It felt like it. Re- this bit really did feel like a boss battle in a in a PlayStation game where you're just like mashing the buttons. <clears throat> there wasn't much going on in this fight that kind of made me feel like Blade yeah. was ever on the back foot. Well, I think uh, even that the, this was a reshoot. This bit, I read yeah. that um, originally they were going to have La Magra as a CG big blood thing, uh, so I don't think there even was a sword fight. Uh, but then I think no. when they filmed it, they were like, "That doesn't work." And it looks crap. Is there, is there? There, I don't think there are any points during the film where we're made to think that Deacon Frost is good with a sword either, right? Well, I mean, he he picks up Blade's sword, and you know that's to turn the timer off. Yeah. So probably probably crack, cracking with swords. <laughs> if if he had a sword and he did a bit of sword play himself throughout the film, we. Uh, it would have made him just as a constantly, threat. If he just constantly had a sword and was like whipping around <laughs> yeah. whilst he was talking to people. I really fancy an apple. That's right. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh, I can't eat swords. human food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. But I mean, it's, it's the blood god, isn't it? I think at that point, it's, it's, that's cracking with swords. So Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I don't know if you feel like this, but I never felt at any point that Blade was on the back foot. I never felt that there was a genuine threat to him. I knew he was just going to kick his ass. And then he beats him fairly easily. Well, well, so he loses his sword. No, no, sorry. Um, he realizes his sword isn't going to do anything. But then he looks. There's a bit where it zooms into his blue gels, yeah, which are lodged in the wall. He throws the sword up there, and he manages to use that timer thing quite. Oh yeah, that's quite right. to yeah. pop it open, and he catches them. And he's like, <laughs> like shurikening the, the guy. I think he does. He boot one into him to his head. Yeah, he throws and kicks the last one, which hits him straight in the head. Yeah, and then obviously he turns into a big CGI mess of blood and blobs and blood and blobs. all this shit. Yeah, blood and blobs, and then <laughs> and then explodes, but not a drop of blood goes on Blade. It explodes everywhere, but yeah. Blade's just like I'm fresh and clean over here, mate. So I don't know if the ending that I saw was different to the one I sort of remember. Her, I might be getting it mixed with Blade too. I seem to remember her dying at the end of the film, Karen. But she doesn't. Yeah. And maybe I'm thinking of the end of Blade 2. Yeah, um, um, yeah so she basically, the, the ending is she offers like to help Blade cure himself, but he's like, just create me a brand new serum that's not going to cure me because I don't want to just be normal dude. I still want to have my powers and shit. Yeah. Um, so create <laughs> me a new serum. And yeah. then there's like an epilogue part where Blade is in bloody Moscow. He's in Russia, taking on Russian vampires. So, uh, so again, I read that this was a reach, uh, not reach, but there was um, proposed another scene when it was going to be Michael Morbius was going to be in the uh, Morbius, the Spider-Man oh. character, who's a sort of Morbius, the living vampire. And um, oh, hang off. Uh, so that would have been like a Marvel credits teaser, Crossover. Like, yeah, well before we that became a thing. That would have been great. Well, yeah. this is well. Jared Leto, Jared Leto is going to be Morbius, but I think that's going to be a Sony film, right? So it's going to be like yeah. from the same makers as Venom. So we might not even get a crossover again. Pull your finger out, Marvel. I can't say I know that much about Michael Morbius. So I remember a lot about Michael Morbius from the um, animated Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man cartoon. That's the, yeah. the only aspect of. Also, oh, remember Blade being in the. That's where Aaron Blade yeah. as well from the cartoon. Because he, tur- he turned up, then he trying to kill Morbius. Yeah, and he also. Uh, didn't have a sword, but like a like a baton with like electric, with like an electric baton. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I don't think he could have Sick. swords really in it. Can't have swords, mate. No, and he had a bike that could go at walls. Bicycle. <laughs> <It was laughs> yeah. A Push tricycle. Bike. Yeah. 
Um, my fucking calves. My uh, calves are steel. Little BMX. Right, okay, so uh, that's how it ends. Trivia. You ready? Yes. Well, well with some like, actual actual trivia this time, I figured. I can't do the name game with Blade. Suede. No. <laughs> Suede. Played. 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 Smade. Yeah, go on. Uh, okay, number one. What year was the character of Blade first introduced to the world? What oh, year was the character introduced to the world? To the world? What, in comics? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> that would have been the yeah, first place, yeah. Uh, phew, I don't know, maybe like the early 70s? 71? Oh, oh okay. Uh, it was first introduced in the comic book The Tomb of Dracula, issue 10, July 1973. Oh, I was, I was, something about it, I was like, I don't think it's going to be the 60s, mate. Something about that, I don't think it's going to be the 60s. Yeah, well, you're right. 73. Number two, uh, what was Blade's original superpower? So he d- wasn't quite what he is now, but he had a superpower. What was his original uh, superpower? Did he have blades that came out of his eyes? <laughs> uh, yes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, is it something pretty standard or...? Is it something pretty? It's kind of lame, I guess. Really, in the in the um, scheme of things. Could he? Could he? Could he like see in the dark really well? No, <laughs> that'd be a cool power if he just ate carrots all the time. Uh, so uh, his original power was he was immune to vampire bites. So like that was he wasn't a half vampire. I don't think at that point he was just Great. immune to it. Yeah, uh, and most of the bug bites. So number three. Um, when IGN put together the list of top 100 comic book characters, where did they rank Blade? Or if they even did? Let's say, like, 35. That's going in high. Uh, they ranked him at 63rd. Oh. And, and they were saying he's the, the most successful Wesley... of the, the horror uh, comic book characters. Wesley Snipes be fuming. Yeah. Uh, number four, okay. Uh, what is Blade's real name? Is it Scott Wald, Teeth and Sharp, Mr. Big Tats, Tita Tata, Derek Books, Eric Brooks, Alton Towers 2, the <laughs> guy who stabbed me, or Blade? <laughs> Alton Towers 2, the guy who stabbed me. Are you alright? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt you can um, even read, like, name any of the names I said back to you. I know, I'm, I'm not sure what you said. I, I, I know his name's Eric. So did you say Eric at the time? Eric Eric Brooks, right? Yeah, that's it. You knew it straight away. Knew that, you mate. didn't like... Oh, the... I knew that. Because there was a moment where I was thinking about that during the film where I thought, this is just a man called Eric going apeshit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Eric? What he's doing? His name's Blade. Okay. No, uh... Eric. It's Eric from school. <laughs> Eric from school's over there. <laughs> My uh, fact, we've got a family friend. Uh, I don't know his real name, but he calls himself Blade. We've always just known him as Blade, but he's just a guy who works at the, the the fire station. Blade. Wait, wait a minute. Talk, tell me more about this. What Blade is in name named after this character? Who knows? I don't know his real name. On Facebook, he's called himself Blade. Uh, but like, I went, went Blade, on a family Blade holiday. What? I don't know. His surname. I don't know his surname. But uh, he, uh, we went on a family holiday, and I like. There's Uncle Anthony, uh, his mate Dave. Oh, and this is Blade. <laughs> and it was like Blade had like a, a little cocktail with like a Manchester United t shirt and a little cocktail with the umbrella in. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a joke that his name is Blade or is it like. Maybe it started off that way. I don't know. But he's just he's just called Blade. 
That's all he had a Man United shirt, a cocktail umbrella, and a massive knife. <laughs> little Stanley knife, yeah. I kind of want to meet him. I, 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 I don't know how I feel. You know when people like, I'm sure someone else gave him the nickname, but you know when people give themselves nicknames and like enforce them, like, oh yeah, everyone calls me that. Oh yeah, yeah. But on Facebook, like, it's that, but like in, in yeah. the middle of their name. Yeah, I got no time. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's how it started, I don't know. Uh, okay, number five. Here's five vampire movies. Which of them is real? Vampire, now with more prawns. <laughs> Blackula. <laughs> What's up, blood? Two in the pink. Draculate for, <laughs> Draculate for the bus. Yeah. Draculate for the bus again. It's a sequel. Ah, ah. Again? Um, it's Blackula. Blackula. That's the, that's the answer. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, I uh, haven't that seen That was it. also the working, the working title for this film. But, um, Wesley, Snipe, Wesley Snipes was dead against it. He was like, uh, he uh, wanted to wanted it to be a Blackula Panther film. <laughs> no, he he um he. So like, as long this, as I ain't got, open, I don't want to open my eyes once during that film. So before before uh, Blade, there was he was trying to get a Black Panther film on the go, and he was doing it for years. Um, is, this a, is this legit? This is legit. Uh, so he was trying to get a Black Panther film on the go. Um, he couldn't get it going, uh, and then when that sort of fell through, I think for the final time, that's when he went, "Let's do Blade." And then he said he he took a lot of the stuff over to the Blade character, um, but the, the sort of the re, the re, not regal, but um, you know whatever you call that sort of characteristic where he's obviously thinks quite highly of himself, um, just ma- major ego issues. Uh, so I think I think he's kind of mellowed out a bit now. Where's the snipes? Yeah, Cause, yeah, because yeah, he was in um he was in what we do in the shadows. Uh, I've not seen the uh, series. series yet. So he basically there's a big sort of vampire meeting and he appears via Skype. Okay, yeah. but like he's having like Skype problems like constantly. Yeah. So I think I'd hope from seeing that that he doesn't take himself as seriously now. Um, he always wears like a fedora on his head, so I'm pretty sure he doesn't take himself seriously anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, man. Uh, so you need to review the film. I think I know what you're going to give it. Guess about what? that. Oh, you can't read my mind, mate. <laughs> Go on, guess what I'm going to give it. A B. The Blade. Yeah, let's give it a B for Blade. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably thinking around about B. Um, B. B minus. B. Maybe a B. A B, and then I think Blade 2 is a B plus, but this is a B, and I think slightly better Blade 2, don't you think? Yeah, I think the, uh, the Guillermo del Toro element with like the 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 crazy vampires, the the chin splitting, and it's got more of the sort of it's got, so this one is kind of missing. The thing with the elders, there isn't really that much like regal stuff happening there. There isn't too much of a history there. Whereas the like the master vampire and all that kind of stuff is really there's a lot of that in um in, in the yeah, good. Uh, and there Ron, we go. Ron what? Oh, so I was going to give it a B for Bob on. Uh, it's kind of a perfect action <laughs> horror film, right? Like, I mean, it does everything you need for like an action horror film. It's great, and there's and yeah, not, yeah, not def- many people get it right. There's a lot of shit action horror films. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you had this little, I don't know, the Underworld franchise. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> this. You know I mean, this is banging. Yeah, beef for Bob on beef for Blade, beef for banging. It's all the bees you can ask for. It's the best Wesley Snipes movie behind White Man Can't Jump and Demolition Man. 
the Dem- demolition demolition man demolition, one, man. demolition man in one with one word yeah demolition man he's great yeah, now yeah. he's fantastic in demolition man um yeah, 100% so next week we shall I'd like to hear what you think about the rest of the boys about the little ending yeah so I will have finished it by then so we can discuss in 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 some detail uh okay man so next week what we're we doing again we're doing let's do event horizon event horizon okay yeah cool. that all right with you? is that all right with you mate it is yeah cool all right thanks for listening uh thanks that's to right. camera <laughs> <laughs> that's all right <laughs> i did listen thanks to cabbage camp for our theme music thanks to acast for hosting the show thanks to the listeners if you enjoyed the show please consider giving us a rating review on itunes and remember to hit subscribe Thanks to the Facebook group. Come join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash horror hangout board of advisors or just search for horror hangout. Just search horror hangout. You should be able to find it, man. If you can't find it, then you don't deserve to be in a group. Yeah. You must be like a vampire elder or someone who doesn't know how to use technology. You're square. (laughs) Yeah, you're square. Why don't you go and watch a sunrise or something? Uh, What do you call them? Luddite. You're Luddite. So, uh, yeah, yeah, bloody love that. Thanks, man. Thanks, my car. It's been for being a right hard dude. Thank you very much, Luke, for also being a right hard dude. Cool. Alright. I'll finish up by pressing the stop button. Why not? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.